good afternoon, good evening, good night, good morning, whenever you're tuning in, thank you. It's the Energy is Love podcast. So we took a couple weeks off during the holidays, and one of the really neat things was to continue to watch the show grow and expand and downloads and listens and all that good stuff. So all you folks out there that are fans of the podcast, we really, really appreciate it. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. So if you want to go to our Facebook page, or even if you want to go to our website, energieslovepodcast.com, and shoot us a message, we would absolutely love the feedback. Remember, too, that if you like the show and you follow the show and you're a fan of the show, then go that a little extra step and tell somebody about the show. Let somebody else know about the podcast so that they can also listen and enjoy and benefit from all the wonderful guests that we have. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Crystal Water Float Spa. They've been sponsoring the podcast since the beginning. You can find Crystal Water out in Twilly, Utah. Go online to crystalwaterfloat.com or to their Facebook page. I just realized I have that little gravelly growl in my throat. Obviously, I got a little bit of a cold. At Crystal Water Float Spa, you get to sit back and relax. You lay back, actually, you don't sit. You lay back and relax and float inside a sensory deprivation tank, a flotation tank, a dream pod to be exact. Dream pods are incredibly high-end, wonderful flotation tanks, floating devices. If you've never heard about floating, come out to Crystal Water and float or get online and find a float center near you. And if you're interested in purchasing a dream pod, maybe you are looking to open up your own float center, Crystal Water Float Spa is the nation's only distributor for the dream pod. So you can contact them directly or go to dream-pod.com, find out more about the dream pod, and then get it shipped out to you so that you can start floating. On today's episode, we have the wonderful, amazing Brooke Hampton. Brooke is the founder and creator of Barefoot 5. If you've never heard of Barefoot 5, go online and check them out right now. Stop the episode and go to barefoot5.com. It's an online blog where Brooke takes it upon herself to inspire people by the way that she's choosing to live her life. She's got a huge community, a huge cyber tribe, as she calls it, both online and through Facebook. I guess Facebook's online, but each day she's not only writing and creating all these wonderful inspirational messages, but they're very, very true and authentic. And Brooke herself is very much the same. So it was a wonderful opportunity to get to speak with her. She was a great guest for the podcast. We had such a good time talking. Go to her Facebook page, not just like it, but follow it. Make sure you stay up to date with it. She does a whole bunch of different inspirational things. They do a lot of live videos that are really, really good. The whole idea and purpose behind it is really truly living your authentic self So once again, this is a wonderful episode and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. Thank you, Brooke, for taking the time to be on the podcast. And now you guys get to sit back and enjoy this beautiful episode of the podcast for the universe. Here we go. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the love podcast. The Energy is love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love Podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love Podcast. Okay, here we are, Brooke. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really, really appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. This is fun. So I forgot to ask you. You can hear me okay, obviously, right? Yes. Okay, good. These Skype calls and these interviews are always fun like this, but we make it work. So, <laughs> so Barefoot 5, first off, the one thing that I wanted to talk about first and foremost is I think it's kind of funny what happened was I reached out and sent you an email 
and you got back to me and we kind of coordinated and touched bases a little bit to set up the interview. But I got to looking at it and realized that, and I should pull it up so then I can see exactly, but I sent you an email, uh, I don't remember what day it was, it was earlier this month, and I realized that I had sent it to you like at one eleven, and we were setting up the appointment, no, I sent it to you at eleven eleven, and we were setting up the appointment for today, which was January 11th, and all these <laughs> really fun, synchronistic numerology things kind of popped out right off the bat. So I thought that was pretty cool. I love it. I love it. And Did, I love those signs because it always makes me feel like I'm headed to that holy flow, the idea of the holy flow, which I really like. It makes it, it just is a little sign from the universe. Oh, you're headed in the right direction. Just keep going that way. You're doing good. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. So do you get into all that kind of stuff when it comes to all those little signs and things like that? I'm not, I'm, I'm, not not as much as some maybe, but I've noticed that even if I try to ignore it, it just keeps coming at me. So yes, the universe has definitely shown me that there is something very real and very magical about that, and that those that those little signs, even if you try to, ignore, they're there. They're always there. So it's just choosing whether or not I want to look at them. But they're there. <laughs> yeah. No. So yes, I may not have always subscribed to that in the past, but more and more so as I move forward in my journey, I'm definitely seeing that that is very real very real do you have any uh common ones or regular ones that you kind of do you know what i mean 333 is really common for me um and it depends it's interesting that i i'll see certain numbers at certain times and i didn't realize that you know you probably already know this but i realized that certain numbers have different meanings so for me like i would see fives for you know a whole month and then look them up and realize, oh, those totally had a message for me. You know, there was something <laughs> there for me. I just wasn't, you know, like, and, and it's, I love that. Um, I, and for me, um, what I, I find interesting about myself is that I wasn't seeking it out. It sought me. And then, of course, it has so much more meaning because, you know, they were coming at me without me realizing that it had a meaning, you know, and then finding out later on that it did. It had a huge message for me. It's great. So. Yeah. It what is about you? Stuff. What are your numbers? Oh, I get a lot of different ones. I mean, do you know what I mean? For the most part, it's always um, like the the repeating numbers, so like 333 or 444, mm-hmm. or things like that pop up a lot. But My grandmother passed away a couple of years ago, and she was a um, super magical, witchy woman. And she her 33 was her number. And it was so every time I see that, it kind of reminds me of her as well. So, yeah. Those were her magic. She called them magic numbers. <laughs> <laughs> they are magic numbers. Yeah. Well, and 33, you know, in, in The Hobbit was the year that they came come of age. I don't know if you read the Lord of the Rings series or The Hobbit. And for me, 33 was such a transformational year. It was such a big year. So many big things happened for me that year. I I really felt like I came into my own at that, at that age, which was – and then when I read that, because I didn't actually read Lord of the Rings until a year and a half ago. Which was, um, <laughs> I was really late on the whole Lord. And then I ended up getting a tattoo on my side with, I was, you know, full blown. Everybody kept telling me, you would really like this. I'm really surprised you haven't, well, I don't watch movies, you know, so I didn't see the whole movie series. I didn't, you know, anyway, I, but I am a reader. And so I finally did read it and I loved it, of course. And um, but anyway, yeah, they come of age at age 33. And I felt like that really was true for me. It was a big year. What was so. the uh, what was the tattoo of? Oh, I I did a I well you know Tolkien created his own language I, I, and uh-huh. I have Elvin a tattoo of um of his Elvin language going down my side and it's not all those who wander are lost. Oh, that's yeah. good stuff. 
Yeah. I think the uh, <laughs> when they came out with all those movies and stuff, I think a bunch of the people that were in the cast did that same thing where they um, got some phrase or it's saying or something. It's a beautiful language, and it's pretty. It was. I think his parents were linguists, or they. And so, you know, he grew up around languages and yeah, he created an entire language. It was like, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So how on earth did you ever get to the point where you're at in regards to this whole Barefoot Five thing? Like what was the, originally back in the day, what was the drive and the purpose behind it? Oh, well, I had, my mom called the five of us Barefoot Five. There was, I have five, there's five of us kids and she was always calling us that. So that's where the name came from. And people think it's my family, which it is now because I have three children and there's my, my partner and I and then the three kids. So there is five of us. But the <laughs> original Barefoot Five was my siblings and I. And so that's kind of. Um, and then in 2012, um, right around the actually right around the uh, this it was <laughs> December 20, around December 21st of 2012, I started blogging. And, and I also opened the Shaga house, the Enchanted Cedar, the little chocolate shop in Shaga house here in um, Waco. I had had people, cause you know, we were homeschooling and we're always doing, you know, random crafts and fun things. And I love to write and I've always journaled. And so, you know, people, how they will, they'll like suggest to good friends, like, Hey, you should probably start blogging or start. I was really late to the internet. Like I was really late to a cell phone, really late to the internet. I just was kind of behind in that. I didn't really, it didn't resonate with me. I wasn't into it. I've never been much of a, um, like time waster, you know, like movies or things that take a lot of my time, but aren't giving me much, you know, or I don't feel like I'm giving something. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't see an avenue on the internet where I could give. So it was like, I, I felt like I was consuming, you know, when I was doing anything that had to do with the internet, it was like, I'm taking, right. I'm taking ideas and taking inspiration, but what am I giving? Uh, and so then when I realized that it was, a, it would, it could be, it had the potential to be an avenue for me to express myself. You know, I'm, I don't know how you've connected with your community, but I've found that a lot of us, um, more open-minded, not making us better than anyone, but like, you know, open-minded humans tend to struggle in our, in our community. If we haven't moved, if we haven't intentionally moved to a place, that's already very, um, forward and enlightened. You know, we kind of get trapped in areas where we feel very alone. You know, you, you don't feel like there is anyone that sees things the way that you do. You know, they're not necessarily living sustainably or trying to raise their kids this, the way that you are. And so you, you don't feel like you have much of a community. And that's where I was at in my area, very feeling very, very alone. And so the internet created an opportunity for me to do a few things was, you know, one voice, how I was feeling and actually, you know, give something back, you know, maybe actually help people that, you know, I had struggled alone for so long. So it's like, I'm reaching out, sharing what I've learned and hopefully inspiring other people to live authentically themselves. And then also connecting with other people who were living that's on that same journey, not necessarily exactly where I was at or anything, but like they were making those same steps forward to try to find their, their calling or their authentic, you know, live authentically and truthfully and connect with source. And, you know, all of those things that were all, on a path to, you know, the ones of us that have chosen not to medicate and just go to sleep, we're like <laughs> on, on, on a path to try to, to, to reconnect and figure out what it is that we are really meant to be doing here. Like, what is it that we, you know, what's the heart of, of what we feel like 
we were sent here for, if we were sent here for, you know, like, what is it that we're meant to be doing? Yeah, you what's know? the purpose of life? Right. Because, I mean, we all get so busy and, and it's so easy to get caught up in, like, the daily thing that we've, and maybe sometimes I do feel like there's some big conspiracy that's, like, it's, like, purposing to keep us so busy so that we don't, we don't have time to really, like, look at it all. You know, we don't have time to stop and go, wait. Wait, are we really, is this really what we're all supposed to be doing every day? Like, you know, is this what our daily life should be consisting of? Like this just circle, this rat race of like, you know, or is there more than that? You know, and that's anyway. So it's been my journey to asking those questions and connecting with other people. And the internet has been such a blessing to my, I mean, it just, I, I really like, is so huge for me. It's such a cyber tribe of incredible humans that have challenged me and pushed me forward and i am so grateful for it like i know that the internet is has its dark side you know it can be very addicting it can it can create an um environment where we're comparing ourselves to each other people you know all of those things happen and it, it's also um we're losing the ability to communicate in person with people because i think we've gotten you know we went dove deep into that like internet world and we were forgetting how to like you know, communicate with someone face to face. Like, yeah. oh, people right there in front of me. I need to touch them and talk to them and hold them. And, you know, like they're right there, you know. So, yes, there's that, you know, this very dark side of it. But on the light side, there's a lot of beautiful things happening. Amazing um, media being shared, you know, like with the Facebook Lives, giving us an opportunity to actually see real news for the first time in a long time. Like, what is really happening? That's, I mean, amazing, right? I mean, it's like, when think about like what we've been fed all like all the bullshit that's been fed to us you know like and then all of a sudden now we're getting to see like oh wait a minute no i just watched a live video saw what really happened there and now you're trying to tell me this is what happened that is not what happened i just watched it you know i mean i just watched a live feed of that exact situation and now you're reporting to me that it happened this way and i think for the first time we're seeing that oh hold on like we're getting fed a whole bunch of like nonsense, you know, so with an agenda, like a massive agenda. So yeah, it's the internet has been done some pretty incredible things. You know, it's, it's definitely given us an opportunity to connect with other people and all and, and share our information. It's like that whole, it's the best of times and the worst of times. Isn't that the truth? I mean, it's like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's been interesting to see the, um, cause the internet came into being, I suppose, came into fruition, during my lifetime, right? So I remember when it originally kind of started coming out and you, like the early days of the internet and kind of what it was about and what you could do with it. And then you fast forward now and I mean, that's, you know, probably like within the last 20 years or so to where the internet is now today. And it's like you said, I mean, it's filled with a lot of negative shit and a lot of dark stuff totally. and things that, you know, unfortunately exist out there and people get lost in it. But I think my, you know, from my perspective and from the way that I see it, probably like within the last maybe eight to 10 years, it's been really interesting to see how people have been using it in such different ways. Like you said, to create these communities and to connect with people and to really um, give each other or give everyone a place to where they can feel heard and listened to and, you know, a part of something. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that evolves in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's an opportunity to see things from other people's point of view, which it takes us out of our little bubble, you know, our little world that we're living in our little town, wherever we are, and, you know, around the same people we've always been around. And it gives us an opportunity to see the world in a bigger 
I mean, people who didn't maybe read people, people who have read all their lives often have given, given that opportunity through books or, or who travel, you know, they've, they've seen things, they've, but there's a lot of people who, you know, do neither of those things and who have just lived in the same community their whole life. And the internet gives them an opportunity to see the world like, Oh, look at all of this, not through the television or through Hollywood, you know, but like real, this real person over here that's, you know, raising this, these, this family and in a religion that maybe I otherwise in the past would have frowned upon or, you know, that's like, and I'm connecting with them and they're a real person. And it's like, I'm able to see them. Like, it's really an interest. It's really beautiful actually. And I don't know that the internet was created with good intention from, from the get go. Like, I don't know what its original purpose was or what, you know, if there was any agenda there, but I know that it's turned into something where we've created something beautiful with it. I think, Yeah. you know, it's something my guess is uh, back in the day, they had no clue what the hell they were doing and no, could never yeah. imagine where it's at today. <laughs> that it could become this big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm. for somebody like you, so you create this whole kind of online community and you, um, you do all these different things. So you've got your blog that you put out and I mean, you're real heavy on Facebook and on your Facebook page and your Facebook live videos and everything like that. And it's such a great way to connect with other people and the people that kind of follow you. Do you get stuck at all in the space of, because this is kind of a tricky thing, I think where you try to put forth a an idea or a concept or you try to represent something to inspire sure. people and to um do you know what I mean share with them to a certain extent part of you and your life but are, is there an aspect of it too where you struggle where you don't want to share too much of your personal life or too much of who you are or do you know what I mean there's an aspect of it that you kind of paint with oh, rose-colored yeah. glasses does that make well, sense yeah, no, I, I'm actually not a very, um, this is, that's a really interesting question because I don't actually share a lot of my personal life, which is really interesting. Very little about like, you know, my day to day, my kids were sick this week or, you know, those kinds of things mm-hmm. very much about how I'm feeling and thinking, which is really a different way to use the internet. You know, it's so much like you'll, you'll scroll through your Facebook feed, which I do very little really. And you'll see, you know, like, Oh, I have a flat tire or, you know, like all of this like stuff, like my day to day thing, I'm going here, I'm going here. Right. Well, and very little about how they're actually feeling or what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, like, like on a, I'm, I've always shared a lot about what I'm thinking and feeling and how I'm seeing the world or how I'm viewing the world or experiencing it, but very little about like what I'm actually doing, <laughs> You know, like my day to day stuff, you know, cause well, I feel like in order to protect my family that really wasn't you know it's not an appropriate place for that like i don't Uh really need to be sharing a fit that my kid's having unless at the other end of it something good came of it and we can you know then like share our experience that way but like um yeah my day-to-day stuff in in, in a way to protect them i try not to do a whole lot of that like very little of that sort of thing and then as far as the rose-colored glasses thing goes that's a really good that's a good one it's a great one um i know that for me uh, like choosing to make, to, to continue to make a choice to allow myself to change has been the biggest challenge. So I guess say I had an opinion four years ago about something, whether it was like not eating meat, eating meat or, or whatever, you know, whatever it was that I was like really stuck on in that moment, giving myself permission to change that viewpoint or change that, um, pattern without, 
putting some sort of restriction on myself because that was an image I created. Right. You know, it's like, it's, that is, yes, that's who I was four years ago, but I give myself permission to be different than that today. Like I'm not that person today anymore. You know, I, I'm giving myself permission to be authentic right now. And right now that's not how I, even if you guys have all put me, you know, you've put me here, right. You've created this. This is who she is. She feels like I give myself permission to tomorrow decide that I don't think that using foul language is appropriate. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've like I've put out a message that fuck is my favorite word and it's been you know, like it's that type of thing where like I give myself permission to grow and to change and to evolve and not restrict myself because I have created some sort of image about myself. Like this is who I was, you know. So yeah, definitely like I've noticed that um people that I are in, I'm in close contact with who have a very large following that that is something I see and recognize that they are changing and growing and evolving and they're not allowed to, you know what I mean? They're not allowed the the, the community that they've built is not allowing them to do that. You know, they're not giving them permission to change. So yeah, but definitely uh, avoiding holding on to some sort of image because it's beneficial to me in some way to hold on to that image and allowing myself to be, real about where I'm actually at right now. Like, no, that's not where I am anymore. And that may mean that I'm going to piss a lot of people off. And all of you who were here because I was that, then maybe you need to go somewhere else and, you know, and continue following a different, you know, like maybe it's, we've come to our end. You know what I mean? Like I've inspired you as long as I can and it's time to move on, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a big one. That's a, actually a really big one. Good well, it's question. kind of like a, <laughs> cause in my mind, it's kind of a slippery slope to a certain extent, right? Cause you do want to be authentic and you want to share things with um, the people that are following you and your, do you know what I mean? The people that are gaining inspiration from you because it is so beneficial. But then at the same time, you do have to allow for that space of where you are changing and you are evolving and your viewpoint and the way that you, you know, see everything, not just the world around you and little things, but also your place in regards to it and also what you're doing with what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Once you reach a certain point where you have, and the word followers seems so silly and asinine, it's not like you, my cyber tribe. Yeah, once you get to that <laughs> point where you have people that are connecting with what you're putting out there, you feel a certain amount of obligation to them to a certain extent, and and maybe you don't, but I could see how you could. Do you know what I mean you feel like you have this obligation to represent something, but then not necessarily feel it wholly and that struggle and that space back and forth. But if, you know, you step outside of it and you look at the person that is, you know, living a normal everyday life, they're doing the same thing. They're evolving, they're changing their viewpoints, yep. the way that they see things. And so it's hard, I think, a balance because a lot of people like to gain inspiration and think that, you know, Brooke's living this perfect idealistic life and has all these amazing things and everything's wonderful and dandy in her life. And Brooke's sitting there at her house and her kids are sick and all this other chaos is going on. <laughs> like shit totally. still sucks sometimes. Oh, uh, for sure. Right. And then it's like a balance of like, okay, how much? So for me, like I just went through a really dark spell. Like I had a really rough time. It was never specific about what that was, but it was heavy and it was big. And it was something that I had experienced for the first time in my life, like really hard spell. of And, and I did share like, like my, you know, if you'll look, it's been like my posts are depressing me. Like I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> but they're real. That's because I'm how I am, and I have been known for being overly inspirational. And that's because that's where I am most of the time. I'm a Gemini. I stay in a very like playful sort of happy. And like I, 
I don't get heavy easy. I, um, uh, I have a tendency to like be overly happy when I probably should be like feeling really sad. I'm just, but this was a period of my life that was heavy. You know, it really hit me hard and, and it was choosing daily to not ignore, you know, like, like be real. I, when I started this space, I, I really wanted to, I do, I don't benefit from it in a um, financial way. And I, and I may be able to do that someday in the future and keep the integrity of it. But up until this point, i wanted to make sure I had no ties, nothing that was stopping me from saying what I was really feeling, you know, like nothing that would prevent me. Like I have somebody that I'm going to piss off and then, you know, any, anything that was going to put any type of roadblock up for me and being able to really just say how I was, how it really was happening for me right now. You know, like this is how I'm feeling about the world in this moment. And I have no reason to filter that, you know, like there's nothing stopping me other than my pride or my image, which I can overcome, you know what I mean? I can overcome those things. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not so worried about protecting my, um, like how people see me as I am. Like if I felt like I was responsible for, you know, like some, somehow someone had maybe paid me for this particular thing. And then I felt like I have to like, I'm obligated to keep stats up or something like that. Like that for me has not been an option because I it was so important to me to stay real and authentic with the people like I like that's the whole point that was the whole purpose of this space was so that I could be real about what was what I was really feeling you know so yeah like there's a lot of there's a lot to balance there and and realizing that like oh that's it's a responsibility that I have to be authentic here like this is what I you know if not what makes me any different from any other like what makes me different from all the things that I'm I'm I say that I have avoided in my life which is like this stereotypical like the for me like the body image and the you know like the stereotypical relationship that we're all supposed to like feel obliged to like we're supposed to be fighting you know like all of those things like putting so much pressure and expectation on each other and and it's unrealistic it's not even real none of us are actually like none of us can meet that expectation it's impossible that's why we always feel like we're not enough you know we're always not enough it's like Yes, you are (laughs) totally enough. Like, like for me, like as I'm aging, it's so important. Like people ask me why I do more risque photos. I'm like, because I'm 35. I've had three kids and I'm, I'm just an average woman. I am not your most, like, I, I mean, I, I don't see myself that way. Maybe I should, you know, whatever, but I don't see myself like that. Like I don't. And I think that's what makes it beautiful. It's like, no, it's like, watch me age, watch my ass sag as I, and I'm going to still post it, but like, I'm still going to do the same thing because I want it to be as real as possible. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to show that younger generation that like, Oh look, you know, this is, it's okay. We can be beautiful and be in all different forms. You know, like it's like that applies to so many things, not just our physical body, but like our relationships and our, how we're raising our kids and how we're productive, you know, doing our everyday life. It's like, it can be totally different and unique and flawed and it's still perfect and beautiful. It's, you know, it's like, that's how it should be. Right. It's like, I don't know. So yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely like the internet. It, you, you've made some really amazing points that the, that the, there's a lot of, of that, like creating an image and then having to, you know, what, like keeping yourself accountable to it being real. Like, yeah. is it, you know, yeah. Is it real or are we just, you know, yeah. Are we just pretending yeah. I'm trying to make it seem like it's, it's as beautiful as it possibly is and so that people totally. will follow us. But my guess is that that's why you have 
such success with what you're doing is because you are being authentic and you are being real and you're sharing those aspects of yourself that some people might not think were too flattering or that they would want to keep hidden or do you really not bring out into the open and people are resonating and connecting with that. And I think that's really cool. My, my the cyber tribe I have has grown, grown really slow. I feel like, and it's, but it, because of it growing organically and slow and like the people there, I don't know if you've ever spent any time. I mean, you know, we have a few people who are having a bad day and they'll like come at me or something, but the, <laughs> the, the large percentage of people that gather there are so incredible. Like the, if you really sit and you, and you, and you start looking through the comments and you read like who these people are and where they're at and what it's a, it's a really amazing. And they're bringing real, like they're bringing it to the table too. Like I'm, you know, like if I put myself out there, it when it's not always easy, like sharing how you're really feeling about something or, or like letting your dark side show it's, it's hard because you know people are going to come at you. And if you're already feeling vulnerable, it's like puts you in a really tricky spot where you, you know, you can get hurt. Like it really, it's very interesting when you, when you try being authentic with that size of a, of a um, audience, you can get, you know, you have to be really careful because it's, it, you have to protect yourself a little bit. Like you're trying to be authentic and open. And then like also, Oh, like I'm also going to protect myself so that I don't get truly damaged here, you know, like in this. So yeah, like you'll be vulnerable. And then of course, like you, you know, people will say things that are hurtful, but what I've noticed is that it's so worth the risk because then it gives people permission to do the same for themselves, like to come then and go, Oh, well, yeah, I've been totally feeling like that. I just didn't feel like anybody else would understand that, you know? And it's such a, isn't that beautiful when you like that for me is all of the reward. It's like, I gave someone permission to be themselves. And that is something I didn't have most, the majority of my life is permission to be myself. And Mm so when I give someone else that ticket to say, Hey, here, it's okay. Like you be you like, and, and we're all going to see you and appreciate you for what you are. That's so huge. Like, I mean, what else do we all really want? Right? Like I just want permission to really fully be myself and it just be okay. Like, you know, I mean, I just, just that, like, that's a big thing, you know? So do you have a, uh, is your background at all in regards to like writing or blogging or any sort of, do you know what I mean? Creating the things that you create? Um, no, (laughs) (laughs) actually, I tell tell you a secret. Um, so I was homeschooled and not really even homeschooled, like unschooling in the kind of way that like, you're not really getting an education. So we, I read all my life. I've always really enjoyed reading. And when we were on the road, we were a traveling sales family. And so we would, you know, like go places. And there's never much room for extra uh, excess. Like, so it was like, you had your backpack and your things are very little. Like, so I learned really early on to be able to let go of material things and not get attached because you just couldn't. And so books were hard to come by and I'd get them and, you know, like pass them on, get them, pass them on. But they were, there's a few that like walled in and, um, pride and prejudice, like a handful that were like meant a lot to me that I would keep with me all the time. But that's pretty much how I, my education, how it came. And I was resentful of it as a child. And so, but what I found later on in my life is that it really actually set me up to be extremely open-minded in the sense that like, I wasn't given all of this program data of like, this is how this works. And these are all the facts. And this is no, it was like actually gave me an opportunity to educate myself later on in life and come at it from a, um, mature and 
you know, I have been seasoned, you know, I've lived life. And so I see it completely different than I would have as a first grader or second grader, like being told that this is fact, you know, I mean, it's, I can see it as my adult open rational mind saying, Oh no, well, that doesn't, that doesn't resonate with me at all. Like that's total, you know, no, like that doesn't, that doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel, you know, so my, the, as far as the writing goes, I was actually incredibly insecure about my, I wouldn't, I love to create words. Words are, I love reading and I love words, but as far as writing them, I really struggled with it. Like I just couldn't, I didn't have the skill set to do it. And so I started writing in 2012 and being who I am, you know, I don't really do a whole lot of research ahead of time or plan ahead, you know, so I just started doing it. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And I literally put myself out. There. It was like my biggest insecurity. I would be like, to write anything, a letter to someone or whatever. I would struggle so much because I, I just didn't, I, I was so insecure about it that I was projecting it out. And then therefore I was receiving all of this, you know, like people would say it to me like, Oh gosh, you know, you can't spell or you can't, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so I started doing it. I just started doing it and I would take it. Like people would be like, are you serious with this? Like this is written so poorly, you know, like they would say like they would just, cause people do that, you know? And, and that's why I don't do it to people because I know what it feels like. So I'm really sensitive to not like on the internet, especially like, you can follow my track record all day and you'll never see me go to someone's page and attack them that way because I'm just so sensitive to it. So I, um, yeah, I put myself out there and I got so much shit. I mean, I, and it was so hard for me. Like I want to just go back in my shell and be like, no, I can't write anymore, but I just kept doing it. And Atticus, you know, the poet Atticus said mm -hmm. something like, don't pay, to pay, don't pay so much attention to the grammar that you miss the message. You know, and like, it's all I needed. That's what I needed. Like just that message playing in my head all the time. It's okay. It's okay to not do it right. Just do it. Like start saying it. Like just say it. It's okay that it's wrong. It's okay that you didn't write it correctly. It's okay that you misspelled that word or you didn't put the period or comma where it was meant to be. It's okay. Like just do it. And so I did, I just started doing it and it was so hard for me. <laughs> like, I, uh, you don't know, like I would cry, like, and I am not a crier. I would just like, someone would say something to me about something that I did, like a mistake I made. And it was just so big because you know how like things are, they're just so big, you know, in your world, you know, it just, anyway. So like you're all of a sudden a child again, you know, if you're like, ah, like darn it, you know, you got that friend making fun of you because you didn't, you know, yeah. so I, it was such a hard, it was like the, it's interesting to me that the, that ended up being the gift that I had for the world. Really? It's just so, you know, it's one of those like cosmic giggles. Like really, that's the thing that I was meant to bring. Like what? <laughs> the one thing that I would have said would be the one thing I didn't want to do, you know, like that oh, I'll do anything, but don't make me do that. You know what I mean? Like I'll do anything, but don't make me write. Cause it's like really hard, you know? So yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful thing really. Like, and how it's evolved since 2012, like how the universe has provided me opportunity after opportunity to be, to grow and to learn friends have come into my life who were so like, so loving and open, like, Hey, can I give you a suggestion? Like, what about the, putting it this way, you know, or like, what about, um, like if you restructured the sentence, like the sentences like this, it would, it would, you know, be easier for people to understand, you know, in a, such a loving way, which is, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's been amazing and I still make mistakes, of course, like, but I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm, 
evolving and it's I'm so glad that people have been patient with me over the years when I make mistakes like there's nothing like a meme getting shared 5,000 times and then realizing that you spelled something wrong. you know what I mean like <laughs> there's nothing like that like you know it's like oh that went viral and great so like I told misspelled that you know or whatever it is it's like oh okay you know and it, all over again and you have to deal with then it makes me want to not anything like I will go a week at a time sometimes where I don't write um it's like Barbara Streisand stopped singing because she forgot the words on stage that time remember have you ever heard her story mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. why she stopped singing yeah and it's like how sad right because she's such a gift to offer the world it's like we don't care if you forget the words like sing anyway <laughs> it's okay you know like sing we want to hear you sing because it's all energy it's like the me- biggest message for me was it's it's the energy transfer and then no some people aren't going to get it and some people are going to pick me apart and they're going to like come at me but it doesn't matter it's like people aren't going to remember what you said anyway they're going to remember how you made them feel it's so, all energy so how do you keep yourself in that space so how do you keep yourself in that space of because you're right it is all energy and you are putting yeah. out there and i love the thing that you said the uh from the poet atticus where it's just you know, don't be so caught up in the grammar of it because then you're going to miss out on the message. Yeah. And how do you keep yourself insulated from that, though, where you're not getting lost in um, probably your own head most of the time, but then also from all the influences from the outside? And, you know, what is it like? How do you keep that at bay so that you kind of just stay focused on what it is that you're doing? Because there is somebody well, out there that's going to see it or read it or hear it. And it's going to resonate and make a connection. Fear is absolutely, yeah. It's how do you, it's like the, for me, it's never been about like letting go of fear or conquering it completely. It's being able to embrace it as part of, it's, it's, it's okay, it's here, but don't let, like, it's here, it's part of me. It's like pain, you know, it's, it's here and I'm moving with it. It's part of me. It's not something I want to mask or run away from. Or, or eliminate or medicate. It's just here and learning how to move with it. Like, I'm going to keep moving forward, even though it's scaring me. I'm going to keep, like, it's just, it's, it, it's like a, um, uh, like, I don't know. Did you, have you had, do you have any children? I do. I've got four kids. So, yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm sure your wife could, could understand what I'm, what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> in labor, you know, it's like, I can't run away from this and I can't hide from it. And like my midwife, when I was in that real intense part of like the ending part of like, you know, those last few hours were so intense and you know, you just want to get away from it. Like I have to get away from this. Like, and you want to run from it. And she just, there was this moment where she like gripped my shoulders and she gave me that, like that deep soul contact, eye contact. And she just said, stop trying to run from it. Just sit in it. Let it do its work in you. Be part of it. You know, and so like for me, fear is the same way. It's like, it's okay to be afraid. It's it's totally natural and normal. And it's okay. And but move in it anyway. Keep moving. Like let it you know, sit in it and then move. Like, you know, you just gotta like for me, like not trying to run away from it. It's been the biggest thing for me. Just let it be. It's I'm really afraid of doing this. And I'm it's scaring me so bad. And like to the point of like almost being frozen, you know, it's like just keep moving. And I have this tattoo on my wrist. It says we're all mad here <laughs> as just a reminder, that, like all of us, every single one of us are struggling with something like every single one of us are a little nutty. Like, you know, we're all like and it's OK. It's like, why are we so afraid of that? You know, why is that so bad? It's okay. Like, I'm not, I, I don't want to be perfect. Why would I want to, you know, why, is there some like 
end goal, like of being perfect. No, none of us are ever going to get there. It's not part of our journey here. That's not what it's about. It's about being in whatever it is and learning. Like it's all about being in the fear, being in the pain and learning how to function, like how to move in it. You know, it's like, so anyway, for me, it's just reminding myself that like, we're all there. We're all afraid of something. And if we don't ever move out of the fear, then we do nothing. Right. It's like, well then that's how we, that's for me, that's, that's death. It's, it's a living death. It's like, I'm, I'm here, but I'm not really fully alive. Right. Cause I'm, I've let the fear just make me stationary. It's like stagnant water. You know, I let the fear build this like dam around me and it just doesn't allow me to move. So yeah. Anyway, it's for me, it's just realizing that we all, we're all, there's all, there's fear and there's pain and it's all real and it's all nothing any of us can avoid or run from really. It's just learning how to be in it and function in it and still, you know, like move forward, go. I think it's like a happy dance. (laughs) Yeah. I think you have to kind of learn how to move, like you said, move with it, but kind of, you know, embrace it in the sense you're going to have to dance with it. And if not, then you just sit over on the corner and then you miss out on the dance. I love that. Yes. Dance with it. Dance with the fear. Move with it. For sure. I love that. Yes. So you said I that, um, that. <laughs> <laughs> you said last year was really dark and really difficult, right? The end of it. Beginning part was fabulous. Could you the pick lab- out anything? Like, was there some correlation or connection or some, do you know what I mean? Or was well, it just moving through stuff? After the fact, I was told that, so the Gemini full moon, um, was just recently. And it was also, I'm ruled by Mercury, I guess. I don't know that much about this, but <laughs> I was also Mercury in retrograde and it was my full moon cycle. Like there's a 20, is it 28 year cycle mm-hmm. that, that, okay. So I was at the full moon peak of my cycle as well. So it was just, um, like b- basically like a full moon is it, it all that heightened energy can be both, both your dark and your light, you know, so there was a lot of good in that period too. big, you know, big revelations of, of seed I had sown for the past, you know, however many years, like call coming out, like, Whoa, look at the fruit of that. You know, that was beautiful. And there was also the fruit of all the other, which is, you know, stuff, all my BS. It's like, you know, my stuff, everybody, you know, all of our stuff, but it, stuff that I didn't even see. <laughs> like, so I'd sown all this stuff on, on, without even realizing that it was there and then all of a sudden at the height of that full moon for me it was just all right there light like the universe is putting a spotlight on it you know like whoa <laughs> okay like i didn't even say you know how it was just hidden somehow it was hidden from me it was hidden from so yeah it was just big revelations for me and and a lot of like pain in um you know when you it's okay. So like all these years of like stepping on your favorite flower, right. Or, or, and not realizing that, that you were even doing it, you know? So it's like, and then someone points it out to you like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I was stepping all over your favorite flowers. You know, I didn't, I didn't see that I was even doing that. I wasn't aware. And then the pain that comes with that, like that hurts because I didn't mean to, it wasn't intentional. Right. So like all of this negative energy I had been sowing, based on this personality trader thing that I didn't see about myself. And then it's there and you have to deal with the fact that, okay, that's real. And that's part of who I have been. And then I have, you know, so yeah, it was a product of something that I just didn't see about myself that needed, needed some light shown on it and something that I had to move through. Like I had to accept that I didn't like that part of myself and I didn't like what it had produced. And I 
choose to change it, but I can't go back and undo what I did. You know what I mean? I can't go back and undo that now. I have to, I have to like accept that and forgive myself. I guess that's what it is. it's really about forgiving myself. It's all like, that's what it comes down to. Can you forgive yourself? Like I can forgive, why can't I show the same forgiveness and openness with everyone else as I, with myself as I do with everyone else? You know, like it's so easy. I am such a quick friend. You could do the most ridiculous things to me and I would forgive you. I'm, I'm, it's so easy for me. It comes so naturally to just tell people, Oh, okay. You know, like, <laughs> okay, sure. No, okay. Give you like your 50, you know, 50th chance on that one. Sure. Yeah. It's just, but I can't, I, I don't do the same. I don't lend myself the same courtesy of like easily forgiving myself. I'm very hard on myself. So yes, I have been like the past couple months just processing that and, and accepting that part of myself and forgiving myself. Like it's okay. You know, so <laughs> it's that yeah. self love, right? It's so yeah, damn challenging. It's, like, it's the hardest, the most, yeah, it's the most challenging thing. So, <laughs> oh. So the other thing I wanted to ask you about or talk to you about, because a lot of your stuff in is in regards to like sustainable living or living like a cleaner, healthier life in um, kind of a more organic, natural way, right? Was that something that was always kind of present in your life and you were brought up that way? Or did you have some sort of mindset that shifted at some point? You're like, you know what? I want to move forward in this for me and my family. Well, I think that I did. My, um, my upbringing was so simple, you know, and we it did it without intentionally doing it. it kind of, okay, so I'm reading this book by Steiner right now, and I can't even remember the name of it, but he was talking about how we were more naturally connected. It wasn't, you know, we didn't, before the internet, before innovate, like innovation and, and technology and all of these things, we were more connected. We weren't having to read books about being connected to source or to nature. You know, we were naturally connected you know we weren't making intent we weren't intentionally doing it we it was just happening naturally because we're out in nature and we're you know we're out in the garden and we're you know connecting with our children right so those things where we were naturally more connected to god or the universe because of our lifestyle well that's how it was for me growing up i didn't it was never intentional like it wasn't making a point to be that way it was just so i wasn't even aware that i was like, it just was happening. I was living simply. We lived with very little. We, um, just how we, we were and, and was really more out of survival than anything else, but it was how we were. So then when I was presented with a choice in my later, you know, by like my lifestyle has changed greatly. I, I have opportunity to have whatever I want really. And I don't mean to sound presumptuous, but it's like, I, based on circumstances and things that have happened in my life, I, I was really probably, Oh gosh, like 10 years ago, maybe, maybe 12 years ago, I went through this phase of my life where I wanted to be normal. Like I wanted to be, I had the opportunity now I had the finances I needed to do it. And I wanted to be like everyone else. All I wanted to have all the things I hadn't had, you know, growing up because we Did you grow just up, didn't have much. Did you grow up thinking that you weren't normal? That this way of oh, life yeah. that you had? Oh. Well, I mean, like, you know, whenever we weren't a, yeah, I mean, whenever you were around, yeah, I mean, like, especially more <laughs> so actually as a teenager, not so, not so much when I was young, but then when I was like in the age of like dating and stuff, you know, like I was like, oh, I'm really weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really strange. I don't know any of these television shows. I don't know what they're talking about. Like, I didn't realize how much, like I, how different we really were. So, um, and I didn't know, like, I, I saw it as a, 
negative that I didn't understand all those silly facts that they, and I say silly now because I realize they really are silly. Like how much are they really using those math facts that they learned? And, and that science, that's probably bogus. Like what, what, you know I mean? Like I'm looking at it now, I can see it a little bit clearer, but then at 17 or 16, you know, it was a big deal. Like, I don't know all of these things that they know. And like, you know, so I just wanted to be normal. I wanted so bad to like fit in, you know? So I did that. I, I, I dressed as normal as possible. I highlighted my hair and I like did all these things that we didn't do, you know? And I like had all of these material things and then, I just, I was getting, um, really actually very depressed and, and, and it's so, it's just so amazing how you can have all of these things. I had nothing as a child. And when I say nothing, it really, you'd have to be there to understand. Like, and I was so happy. Like, I really was happy. I had a great childhood. Like back down, I'm like, we had so much fun. We made so many memories. So like when I post about create, like collecting memories, not stuff, like that's when I look back at my childhood. I'm like, my parents gave me that. They gave me a childhood full of memories. Epic. I mean, we met some of the coolest people and did some of the cool stuff, like really. And then had nothing, you know? So it's just, and so that I did that. I went through this phase where I like, had all of these things. We bought all of these things and, and I was getting so disconnected. Like just, I ran around barefoot as a kid connected to the earth because that's what we did. You know, it wasn't like, we read a book that said you need to be grounded, to, you know, and we went out and like spent 45 minutes barefoot outside. It was just, that's what we, you know? And so I had a really great job and I was like, really like in it. I was all in it. Like I'm just so normal <laughs> you know, in my pencil skirt and my highlights and my, and when I was quiet with myself, like as I, it just, I just kept getting further, like further and further and further away from like myself you know, like, and I found myself changing who I was constantly to fit into the, to the social community that I had, that I had surrounded myself with. And, um, and it wasn't until my children arrived that I really like, it started waking me up a little bit at a time. You know, it was like, uh, my daughter was going to this really well-known, um, private school, like a, a pre-K and, she, something, I woke up one morning and it's like, we're talking four years old, you know, like little and how she didn't want to wear the skirt anymore because the girl, it wasn't like the cool skirt to wear, she's four, you know? And I'm like, Oh yeah, but it, it was such a little thing. Nothing really like, you know, it could have been easily like talked through and, but it was bigger than that for me because I realized that it wasn't about the girl at school it was about me. Like it was about what she was, what she was picking up from me. Like, intuitively that that we mold and change ourselves based on our you know like our surroundings and mm -hmm. we're, we're our main goal here is to fit in you know like and to be because it was something i thought i really needed you know I, I just had to have that experience and oh the day that i realized that, <laughs> like like full block it just hit me you know it was one of those like epic revelations in my life that like what am i doing like i no, that doesn't feel right. Like my kids on antibiotics right now for her, for the third time for her ears. And like, I had like really wasn't talking to my mom because my mom was the hippie before it was cool. Like she was the, you know, making tofu turkeys and like, you know, the whole <laughs> and like treating us naturally. And I felt like, you know, I could do it better now. You know, my kids were going to do all of these things the conventional way. They were going to go to school all the way through. They were going to, you know, like go to the doctor, like on a regular basis, not that the doctors are bad, but you know, like we put a lot more trust in them than we should. I think that my mom may have been extreme in her choices, but 
we were all healthy, you know, all five of us. And we never went to the doctor. So, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, she was doing something right. And um, we all have really strong constitutions and we're all, you know, so I, I recognized in becoming a mother that my mom wasn't as crazy as I thought she was. Like, it's funny how that oh, happens, huh? Yeah, it is. Isn't it like, oh, shoot. Like, dang it. Man, I thought I was sure that she was crazy. And it's like, <laughs> no, maybe she had something right, you know? So I, she was registered for kindergarten to start. Um, and we went through that whole process, like the best school, of course, in the area. And I woke up in the middle of the night, like three in the morning and like cold sweats. Like I had been having panic attacks and anxiety attacks. All this crazy stuff was happening to me. And I had never dealt with any of that in my life. With all the stress that I'd been under as a child, like all the crazy circumstances where we couldn't find food and we're like washing cars for none of that. But I never had that. So interesting, right? Like now I had everything I needed as far as like material security and I was flipping out. Like I'm totally, and it, I totally out of the flow is what it was. I was totally disconnected from source energy, from the earth, from myself, like, and my body was reacting to it, whether I wanted to admit it or not. My subconscious mind, my body was reacting physically to my disconnect. Like, you know, and so I woke up like in the middle of the night with this like full blown, like, panic attacks, sweats, like the whole thing, heart racing, like, and I just, I had to, I went outside and, and got on the ground, like in like a fetal position on my face, like in the, I just recently did a, um, uh, sweat lodge and like that, you know, I'm trying to try to survive in here. So I'm going to put my forehead on the ground and try to like, <laughs> you know, um, and so, yeah, we, I had one of those like real moments in my life where like, I had to just rethink it all, you know, like a real, like, what is like, what is this? What am I doing? Like in the moment where you have to admit to yourself that you've been wrong, you know, like you, you, yeah. Like what you thought was so great. Isn't so great. Like this whole being normal thing sucks. It's overrated. Like it doesn't, it doesn't serve anyone because what I found is that the more I got to know the people that I was connecting with in that social community is no one was really happy. They were all so like, hurting so bad because then we aren't we are all so different and beautiful in our differences right when we all try to look the same and act the same and feel the same and and, and it like it just becomes these we become this have you ever seen that movie stepford wives where they're like yes. all these like robotic yeah, yeah like that like that's what i was turning into well and it's it was, like you know they're chasing the norm right they're chasing everybody's chasing that idea that we think we need to achieve that normal life that society you know, deems fit that that is normal. Nobody yep. achieves it. It's not a real thing. It's just a made up fantasy thing. And then in the process of it, everybody's just sad and miserable and trying to get by as opposed to living the way that they want it. Do you know what I mean? Like doing what they want to do and being what they want to be. And and I think there are a few people who thrive in that maybe personality type. Maybe it's their, their sun sign. I don't really but think they do there is. <laughs> I think those people are still just lying to themselves. Yeah, you're more, you probably have a good point. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe we don't but, see how they really are in touch with who they are, you know. Yep. But yep. it's all fake. Yeah, no, it is. And I, I uh, but I went full, like, full blown the other direction. I just totally, like, <laughs> went off the deep end. Like, people thought I had, it was so entertaining. People thought I had lost my ever-loving mind. Like, I just... I was so over it. I was so over it. So I just started speaking, like, you know, saying that does not feel like, and people, it's amazing what happens. They get offended. They get pissed off. 
they get angry. They even will sometimes like turn away from you completely. But then guess what? It gives them permission to be different, you know, like, to say, well, mate, you know what? Like she's over here being completely, she's completely lost her mind. So maybe I can just lose my mind a little and no one's really going to notice. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like she's so crazy that maybe she's got everybody's attention. And I can be over here actually like feeling how I feel for a minute, you know, and, and it'd be okay. You know, it's like, yeah. So it was, it was a massive and massive that started in 2000, let's see, 2006, I guess for me. So it's been a really slow journey. Like I, in as far as coming back to your original question, sustainable. And I was going to say, I don't remember what the hell the question was, but I'm yeah, glad you did. Was, what did you ask? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a selective good memory. Um, but yeah, it's coming back to that. For me, it's coming back to remembering who I was, you know, and slowly, very slowly, not drastically. I like people will say to me, I can't believe that you use those type, that type of uh, product in your house thinking that I'm consciously making that decision. No, I'm not. I'm actually glad that you just pointed that out, even though it was in a very ugly way. Like I didn't know that that was a bad thing. So now that you've made me aware and I can, you know, it's like, don't assume that people are, are giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know, like give people an opportunity, educate, like coming at people in that way isn't really helping anyone. Like we all have areas where we can upgrade and improve, especially those of us who are, starting our journey out a little late you know like we didn't know like i didn't know about organic food we ate very clean mostly out of like like i was saying it's just budget wise you know you eat pretty clean when you have very like well we did you know we just didn't eat a lot of fast food we didn't eat a lot of like you know it was almost always made at home you know so um i the sustainable thing is i think that like for me and my family asking someone to care for a planet that they don't love is an impossible task. I can't ask my kids to love and care for this planet that they don't feel connected to. So for us, it's about adding the good and watching the, the bad just slowly eliminate itself because it's like intuitively, the more connected you get to nature and that's where I've really found my joy, my like inner joy, my peace, my deep peace comes from my time in nature and my time connected to my creator my source energy my i feel all very much the mother earth god all kind of in one for me they're all that creative energy is my creator you know it's what it feels like for me you know i don't I'm, you know, i have no business telling anybody else what like who created <laughs> us or how or i have no idea but for me you know that's where i find my source energy is out in nature my hands in the dirt my feet on the ground and as i fall deeper and deeper in love with that energy it's harder and harder. It, it just it doesn't feel right to do the other. You know intuitively, like that you'll go to do something. And you're like, wait, why does that feel so wrong? You know, like why does that feel wrong right now? And then you look into it and you're like, oh, well, that's why. <laughs> like because that is wrong. Like it's not. It's wrong in in the sense that it's wrong for me. Right? You know, like it's like, is there any right and wrong? Yes, for you on your journey right now. Because maybe that didn't feel wrong seven months ago. It feels wrong now because it's it. For you right now on your path, it's wrong. You know, it's like it's a it's a not a good fit. It's not a good energy fit for you. So like as for me, as I move forward and get closer and closer, like I ask you have people ask me all the time, like, where do I start? Like for me, go watch a sunset. You know, go put your feet on the ground and watch a sunset. Plant a rosemary plant. Something, some reason that you have to go out there every day and check on it and see how it's doing. And like the, for me, that's all I did. It was just like a little baby steps and 
And the deeper I get into it, it's like you fall in love with, oh, and then the less you need of everything else. Like all the good keeps kind of like in the less of the other you require. You know, it's like, oh, no, I don't need that filler over here anymore. And no, I don't need that, like that medication or of like whatever that medication was for you. You know, maybe it was TV or it was the, you know, actual medication or it was alcohol or it was whatever, you know, whatever that crutch for you was. It's like, oh, I don't need that anymore. I just wake up one day and really just don't need it. And it feels so good. Like, yes. So yeah, for me, no, I didn't, I didn't grow up this way necessarily. Um, but I think we were without even realizing it, very connected to that holy flow energy. We were in it to survive. Like you have to be in the flow to survive like that, you know, in that type of lifestyle. Um, so yeah, that extreme for me as a child, I'm, I'm really grateful for it now. Cause I'm like, it, it, it gave me a taste of that holy flow connection to God that keeps you deeply peaceful. And no matter what's going on around you, I mean, I had proof of like, the craziest stuff ever could be happening around you and you still have deep peace and somehow you're happy. You know what I mean? Like, because that's how it should be. If, if you're connected, you know, it's not that you're not, you're experiencing the things like I just recently went through this really dark phase, but I still, even in that darkness was deeply peaceful and knowing that it was, it was supposed to be like, I knew this darkness is here for a reason. This pain's here for a reason right now. Like I need this lesson. I need this. Like this is, this is really just tough love from the universe trying to help me move forward and vibe up. You know, it's like, and so like even in the darkness and the fear and the pain and all of it, I was still at peace with it. Do you know, like where everything can be going perfectly or so it seems over here. And when you're not connected, you're in turmoil and you're unhappy and you're sad and you have no reason to be, you know, like, like when I talk about depression, I think I really understand because I was there without even realizing I was there. Yeah. back before I started reconnecting. I get it. I really get there. You're seeing things through like a dark gray filter. Like you can't, you know, anyway, and you're trying to make it look like you're doing great and you're fine and you're not, you know, you're really not. <clears throat> so well, I, I always say that you're always right where you're supposed to be. And I remind myself that constantly because there's so many times where you feel stuck and you feel like you are, you know, not only are you seeing things through that kind of gray hazy filter, but you're not even aware of that fact. And it just feels yep. like so much shit is caving in around you and everything's so miserable. And so I constantly kind of remind myself it's my internal mantra when shit's really crappy is I'm always right where I'm supposed to be, even though this and is And I think as long really as like terrible. with you, you're, you're open, right? So you're open to, to hearing when it is that you should go right or left or something that you do need to eliminate or, or, or you know, add or whatever. You're mm -hmm. open to that. Where that's the only time that I would say that that's not always the case. <laughs> like, well, cause I mean, you have to open that door because it's like, I've, I've, you know, I think for me, I know it was closed. So I know that like I had, I was purposing to close that door. Like, and, and then, so no, I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And then, you know, like I, I'm glad that there was grace for me in that and that I, that that door did finally open back up. But I think that like making sure that door stays open, that, that, that heart center door, you know, like where you are willing to hear. So it's like, even if things don't like, even in all of that, when you're connected, it's like, it doesn't matter what's going on. Right. It's like, I, yes, it doesn't feel all right. And yes, it's confusing and dang, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. But I, I, I trust 
that with that, like when it's time, I'll know. And I'm right where I'm supposed to be right now in this. I'm just to sit in this confusion and the unknowing. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. You know, I mean, I can sit and not knowing right now. Not my favorite thing, but you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to sit in this and just not know what the heck I'm supposed to do. And that's okay. You know, like, or I'm not understand why this just happened. That doesn't make, why did that happen? Did that need to happen? Really? That's really sad. You know, <laughs> like why? But trusting, you know, it's like trusting that when your heart center is open and you are connected to source that it's just what it, it is, what it is right now. Yeah, it just you is. definitely do have to have that faith in the end. Yeah, it just is. <laughs> did your um, just is. did your husband kind of come along this journey with you willingly? Was it something that you guys kind of did? I mean, obviously you're going to have to do it together, but yeah. how open um, has he been or was to the whole idea? Well, I know it was a I know it was a tr- yeah. uh, slow progression kind of transitioning, right? But well, I don't believe in in like even with my kids, like I don't believe in trying to get anyone to do anything else that they you know, like I. Um, so no, we were totally on completely different paths for a long time. Um, the, the upside is we both have a, um, we were both willing to let people, let each other be who we were. So I wasn't trying to change him. You know, I let him be exactly what he was and respected him and honored him for being that, even though it didn't necessarily wasn't, you know, it didn't, uh, certainly wasn't on the same path as me. You know, it wasn't. We weren't doing any of the same things or talking about the same things or any of that. And he respected me enough as a human to let me do the same. So he gave me space to do that and not try to change me or bring me back over to his side or, you know, because like if, if, if you caught on to the dates, <laughs> my Stepford wife phase was right around the time that I met him. So I, he went into this relationship with someone that was completely different than who I am now, you know, cause it wasn't even who I really was. So that was totally unfair to him. You know, like really, if you look back, you're like, Oh gosh, I'm so sorry that you thought that's what you were getting. And you ended up with this crazy dreadhead. Like when I had dreads, it was like the icing on the cake. It was just like, <laughs> how did we end up here? You know what I mean? What? I thought you weren't going to be anything like your mother. Like that was the whole thing. You didn't want to be like her. Like, you weren't even talking to her, you know? And so like, how did I end up being married to someone who is completely full-blown hippie like what (laughs) you know oh so anyway yeah that was a rough go for him really hard like and i am so grateful that he chose to love me through it like there was enough there for him where he was willing to like let me be that and i think there's a part of him that thinks that someday i'm gonna wake up and not like it was just a phase you know (laughs) like i'm gonna wake up and it was just like some weird dream where we went off to Oz and we, you know, we came back and like, now I'm back to, um, so yeah, that's a tough one. That's a like, and it's so much easier, isn't it? To just start over with someone new. Like, well, I'm just going to go over here and start over because they'll, I'll be able to start from ground zero and just say, these are all the things that I am and be authentic from the beginning. You know, like this is because changing, like, you know, if you've made promises and you've set stages and you've done all of these things, it's not easy to undo that. You know, you can't just like snap your fingers and, oh, well, we're different now. <laughs> you know, no, like we went into this with all of these traditional relationship models and all of this stuff, all of these promises and all now people get hurt, right? Because it's like, but that's not how I feel anymore at all. Like, that's why with our younger generation, I think for all of us that have been in relationships, we've done it, we've seen the parts of it that doesn't, that don't work. I think for them, it's so important that we don't put this because movies and Hollywood and books, they're going to do it enough to them. Like 
not creating this unrealistic expectation for them of what they're supposed to be out there trying to find and what they're, they're, you know, trying to create because it's dangerous and it's how people get hurt. And then they're like for their whole life trying to create this thing that can't be created. It's not supposed to be created. You know, it's not like, I don't know that it's ever supposed to be like that. I think Hollywood really might've done some damage there with that. Like, you know, is it really ever supposed to look like that? I don't know. You know, I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. Maybe I will when I'm really, really old. I don't know. Uh, so no, he's had to like love me through my rediscovery of myself. And, um, and he's so supportive of letting, because he sees like at first with the kids, he was really nervous about them homeschooling. And, um, there's some really big issues. There were some really intense moments there along the way where he had to just trust me, you know, trust that I knew, like, I, I just had such a strong feeling about it that he couldn't deny that. Like, okay, you feel really strongly about this. So, um, and now like he's seeing the byproduct of it. They're like such incredible humans. Oh my God. They're like, you know, he's like, okay, I see that this was a good thing. <laughs> so this is good. You know, like I trusted you and this turned out really well. So good. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've, you know, and I don't know. I, I don't know where that'll go. I think that honoring and respecting our differences and, and learning to be sovereign and not feel like we have to get all of our needs met by one other person. You know, like I don't have to have like, you don't have to fill all my holes. I'm going to fill them myself. And then we'll see where we go with that. You know, like, so loving and respecting each other for our differences, giving each other space, learning how to be fully sovereign and whole within yourself. And then, and I don't know. So we've been together like 17 years and we're still, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it so, goes. Yeah. Well, he kudos to both of you. Yeah. <laughs> 17 years is quite a long time to be married. Yeah. Um, or be so. together. And so he's, obviously you're doing something right. Yeah. I think, yeah. So yes. big question for you, whether it's a big question mm-hmm. or not, but the way that you talk, the verbiage that you use, all the things that you kind of discuss and share, not just during this interview that you've been talking, but online and everything like that. So I'm sitting there thinking, because I always have these thoughts in the back of my mind. I'm like, how crazy spiritual hippie are you? Like, do you really (laughs) understand the concept of like energy and the way that it, or I guess do you believe whether you understand it or, you know, because it is a belief, I suppose. But like how, how in depth do you get into all of that stuff? I am not. I am. So I'm not a follower. I don't know if you picked that up on me at all, but (laughs) I, um, so I'm extremely open, so I can, I don't, but I don't accept things easily. So, like, I am open to all different things and learning, and and, and I, I want to hear it all and, and openly hear it. I really love to hear where people are coming from and what they know about, like, the universe and what their ideas are and, and what their belief systems are. But for me, like, people ask me all the time, are you pagan? Are you, you know, what are you? Like, and I don't I have an answer for that question because I... Um, I don't, I don't follow any one particular thing. I don't subscribe in a big way because I think it limits you when you do that. You have to be really careful. Like for me, you know, not, um, becoming like having this one truth, like this is absolutely how it all works is hasn't served me well in my life at any point when I did that, it didn't, it didn't end up being a good thing. You know, it was like, it really limited my viewpoint. Like I wasn't able to see the other side of it or, or, or learn, you know? So, um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know. You'd have to hang out with me, I guess, to figure that one out. Um, <laughs> you know, like, do I, like, I guess it would have to be like specific questions, you know, like, 
Well, do... you're into essential oils. That's real basic, oh, I suppose. Yeah, of course. And you yeah. understand and not just like, cause there's, there's like a physical attribute to an essential oil, right? And every essential oil does a different thing and can help with this or help with that. Sure. But there's also kind of a, a deeper thing to an essential oil or the smell or the energy behind it. Some of them carry a much higher vibration that will um, not just help you like with a topical thing, right? With a rash, but more with a mood shift or change, right? Totally. So that's kind of so a big thing. I think to answer your question is I'm not a fact person. So maybe I couldn't tell you. Like I haven't. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think this is what it, I, I think I do more of those things. Like my mom, she didn't, she didn't have names for things and she mm-hmm. didn't like you wouldn't be able to label her like a um, mystic or something because she didn't hadn't read all those books and she didn't really know all of those but she did it intuitively like she yeah. doesn't even realize like she you know it's like if you're in the flow and you're connected it's like you're naturally doing those things you don't you don't have names for them and you don't know what it's called and you don't know why you go and grab that stone at that moment or why you put that oil on your kid in that moment, but you just intuitively knew, like I, I was telling you earlier, like I, someone will come to me and say, Oh, but that's what that meant. And I'm like, Oh, right. Okay. I totally intuitively knew that. I just didn't know, you know, like, <laughs> or you're seeing those for this reason, you know, like you're seeing that because of this. And I'm like, I'm so glad. So I love my people in my life that know those things because then they can tell me like, Oh, like I just went on a road trip with someone who is really into it, like full on, you know, and he was great because it was like, he's like, I love that you do these things and don't even know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have no idea like why you're doing that. That's a thing. Like, that's a thing that people do. It's a trend or whatever, you know, like, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know that. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know that you put your hands up to the sun and you're actually like, like that has a, there's a reason why I do it. You know, like it's. Yeah. So no, yes, I think I am probably more so. I don't claim it really because I, when people ask me specifics, I'm like, well, no, I don't know what the stone is called or why I keep it by my bed or why I put it on my forehead, but I do it because <laughs> it told me to, you know, or like why those plants are planted in that part of my yard because they told me they wanted to be there. And that makes me just sound crazy. But like, no, I didn't, I don't really realize that that was, there was a reason why our beds are all facing west or east or you know like i i do it because it feels right to do that you know and then i find out later on i read it somewhere and i'm like ha ah, I've, I've been doing that since i was a kid and no idea that that's was why i do that you know so yes it's really fun to live intuitively and and tr- start more and more trusting my instincts and then only later to be proven that oh there's been science done or there's been research done <laughs> to show that 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 there's a reason why we intuitively Oh, this might date back 500 years. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so the last yeah. question I have for you, because I cannot okay. thank you enough for taking the time to do this interview. It's been super fun yeah. for me. Because um, this might help somebody out there, right? So totally. you continually talked about being in the flow of energy or being in that good flow of stuff where you're just in tune with everything and you're in touch and you're intuitively connected and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what do you do when you have the recognition that you're no longer in that oh. flow to get back to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that is so big. And because you know what, what I found is that the not getting stuck in patterns. So like what was keeping me connected over here may need to change now in order for me to, it's usually just a, a direction shift. You know, it's like I'm feeling out of the flow right now and I'm going to trust that 
that. I'm going to trust that I'm feeling that way because I am, you know, like I'm stuff feels out of the flow because it is, you know, energy just doesn't lie. And so for me, it's going back and, and, and always going back to a clean slate of like dropping. Okay. I'm going to drop this pattern I've got and this story I'm playing and this thing, right? Because those were working for me and I was totally in the flow with those things and, and, and connected. But now, no, that doesn't feel right. And I wasn't aware. I was busy. So I wasn't aware that, oh, wait a minute, that pattern isn't working anymore. And that story and that belief isn't isn't necessarily where I need to be anymore. Like, it's time for an upgrade, basically. You know, it's like it's time to change directions or, or move a little or upgrade a little. And I think those warning signs come, you know, like things come. They're out of the flow. You're out of the flow. Come on. Knock, knock. <laughs> take time. Take time. So um doing those seasonal it seems like the seasons for some reason and, and like the equinox the solstice so like spring equinox is coming up right so for me i'll do like a usually do like a four-day internet cleanse a four-day like juice cleanse right around the time of the season change because what i've noticed for me is that those out of the flow moments somehow always manage to come right around those times. So like maybe those are times when it's energetically, it's time to shift and change. You know, it's time to like go in a new, like create a new vision or whatever it is. So I just started actually make intentionally doing that, like saying, okay, for these four days of, of this, you know, four times a year, I'm going to make an intent to, to open myself up to that time for change or what is it the new what what new is coming that i might possibly miss had i not you know set this time aside but yeah for me it's just like if i'm out of the flow and i'm feeling it i trust it and going back and sitting down and trying to clean my slate open open it back up you know open back up to what is it that i'm it's time to move you know what's what needs to shift for me so i don't know i that, that's and, you know, a lot of times it's little basic things like I'm I'm I've somehow gotten too caught up over here and I'm not putting I'm not spending enough time out in nature or, you know, I my diet needs to be cleaned up, you know, little things that just can get you out of the flow. Like it did, doesn't take much, really, you know, like it, it just I'm back in a pattern of gossiping, you know, who knows what it is, it's some little thing that you you're falling back into or you've picked up or or something that's just no longer serving you, you know, and it's time to move. So anyway, do you meditate at all? Me? I don't know. Not really. Like, like sitting and just meditating. Yeah, I I suppose. Cause I, from my perspective, my point of view, there's a tons of different ways of meditation. So it's not just the legs crossed sitting on a pillow underneath a shady tree. Um, you can get to that space a lot of different ways, but have you ever, consciously kind of practiced or tried no not i mean like i'm not really i'm not done yoga you know and stuff like that and i've gone to some meditation things but not really i have a um that feeling though of that when i think of meditation for me i think of um where you're able to drop all the busyness that's going on in your head you know and able to really channel in direct messages like direct downloads and so like for me i have um avalon i don't know if you've ever read mist of avalon it's one of my favorite books but Mm -hmm. i have my garden where i plant all of my herbs for medicinal purposes i i have like it's actually gated 
and everything else is just planted free range around my place. But I have this gated area and everyone knows in my family, <laughs> if I'm in there, like there's no electronics allowed in that space. We, if you're in there, there's no complaining. There's basically silence really like try to keep it like a silent space. But that's where I go. Like, I mean, I don't know if that's really considered meditating, but that's where I go. And I get my hands busy in the dirt so that I'm doing something like I'm physically active. Maybe that's a Gemini thing, but like I have to be physically active and then I can clear my, just focus on completely clearing my mind and allowing, you know, allowing space. And like, yeah, I mean, for me, it's just quieting the busyness in this enough where I can hear, you know, I want to be able to hear what it is next. And like, and sometimes you can't unless you make space, you know, you, it's because of the way, the way our lives are, you know, I, our lives are so crazy and a, a lot to do with this current system that we're all having to try to survive in, you know, but it's making it the noise is so much noise everywhere. Like, and it's coming at you at all angles. So like finding time and making space to, to really silence all of that is, I think, super important. And I don't know if you would call that meditation, but that's kind of where I. So yes, you, know. you straight up meditate because that's totally okay. what it is. Okay, <laughs> <great>. Thank you. <laughs> that's cool. I appreciate you. <laughs> it is. It's. It's recognizing. So you know, it's easy to think about how your not just how your body feels in that space when you're in your garden and you're working and you silence your mind and you've got the clarity, but also how your brain slows and. That's in that space, right? That's the space that you kind of get to when you're meditating. Almost dreamlike. Yeah. yeah. And so if you can recognize that space and what it feels like, and then just look for opportunities where it is already present in your life. So I believe this is my whole, you know, crazy thought pattern or process of belief that our mind or our body or our spirit or whatever you want to think of our higher consciousness will kind of take the will at times and force us into that space so that we can be connected, so that we can quiet the mind. So a real common one that people do just on a regular basis, even unbeknownst to themselves, when they're driving somewhere, and then they get home and realize they forget how they got mm -hmm. there. They don't remember the last half hour of driving, right? I don't remember turning. I don't remember stopping. And the next thing you know, they're in their driveway. I think that's your higher self kind of coming in and taking over in an opportunity at a time when it can, so that you do get that quiet space. So it's just recognizing what it feels like and then looking for when it pops up and kind of stepping into those spaces more consciously. So I love my, that. Yeah. My guess is you probably do it a lot more and then you just bring awareness to those and the next, you know, you'll be meditating every day. <laughs> this has been such a great conversation. I, this has been wonderful. I really, 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 really enjoyed you. This was great. Well, thank you. It's and really... I can't thank you enough for taking the time. I, yeah, I, I guess that I, I love that. I love your description of that. That's perfect. Like I, that helped me like see it and explain it to people. That's great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank <Yeah>. you. <clears throat> and so it's barefoot5.com. That's where everybody can follow you, find your stuff. And then more importantly on Facebook, right? Yeah. And I'm on, I actually, we do Instagram a lot. I really enjoy that space just because it's very, um, the community seems very laid back and sort of. I don't know, very, very friendly, very easy to communicate with. I've really enjoyed that it space like for myself. It seems like there's less drama on Instagram, Oh, it's it? so great. I love it. Like the, the community there has been really, it's really what I do for me. You know what I mean? Everything else, I, I, but I love that space. Like I go there and I follow people who really, really, really inspire me, who I 
that drive me forward, who just their, their energy and their existence challenges me. You know, like I, those people are important to find and surround yourself with those people. Because like, for me, it, I want to be around people who, who make me want to be better and they want to make me want to upgrade. They, I want to, I strive to like match that energy. Like it's so good for me to be around people who challenge me that way. I love that. So finding those people, not that feeds your ego and make you feel like you're perfect the way you are, which is, you know, we are all perfect in our journey right now, but you know, people who are going to call you on your shit and be like, Hey, time for an upgrade. Like what's going on over here? Like this is, you know, they'll call you out who are brave enough to say, this is all self. All I hear is self here. You know, like it, it, and it, it makes you instantly aware. Oh, I didn't see it like that until you said it. Thank you. You know, so yeah, finding those people. And I found a lot of those people in that, in that, on that forum that have been really have connected with me and we've become real life friends now, like not just internet world, but like we've had tea together and sat together and went on road trips <laughs> together. So yeah, I mean, they become real for me. Like, and that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Like you connected with someone on the internet accidentally most of the time you know like you found them accidentally and then how beautiful is that when they end up being like in your kitchen having tea it's like wow that just happened you know okay like wow that's so beautiful that's amazing so yeah good good soul family connecting it's like a um soul family uh uh, telephone line, you know, like, Oh, but there you are over there. <laughs> so, like, I would never have found you otherwise, or I may not have, or I may have spent a lifetime trying to find you, you know? So <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Oh, excellent. Very fun. Well, thank you again, Brooke. And I hope you have a wonderful yes. day. Okay. You too. And everybody go out and have a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful day and take her advice and just go fucking put your feet in the dirt and get outside. Put your forehead on the ground. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. It was really nice to talk to you. Well, I don't know what the stone is called or why I keep it by my bed or why I put it on my forehead, but I do it because <laughs> it told me to. The universe has definitely shown me there is something very real and very magical. It can be totally different and unique and flawed, and it's still perfect and beautiful. It's, you know, it's like, that's how it should be. I mean, what else do we all really want, right? Like, I just want permission to really fully be myself and it just be okay.